the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise it. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast and to pray as being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back or relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. It's called being imitators of Christ. Jesus Christ is the person that God the Father wants all of us to imitate. The Bible calls him the firstborn of many brethren. The firstborn are supposed to lead the way so that all the other brothers that follow also go in the right way. He's the one who's supposed to show all of the other brethren who follow him how to represent the Father correctly. Because without him, we won't know how to correctly represent the Father. The same way that Jesus represented the Father is the same way that we're supposed to represent him too. That includes in our conduct, in our speech, and in all our other actions too. We're supposed to be imitators of our Father, and Jesus will show us how to do it. So let's learn some things so that we can successfully be the imitators of Christ like God wants us to be. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Being Imitators of Christ. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Let's go. James chapter 4. He said, verse 4, Ye adulterers and adulteresses, know ye not that friendship, your fondness with the world is enmity against God? That word enmity right there means hostility. It's hostility to God. See, it's hostile in God's eyes. It's hostile in God's eyes. By implication, it means, I like this, a reason for opposition. By implication, it means a reason for opposition. See, our fondness with the world becomes a reason for opposition to God, a reason for opposition to the things of God, and a reason for opposition to ways of God. Much less the life that God wants us to live, it becomes a reason for opposition. Well, I don't know about all that, Pastor. I don't, I don't agree with all that. You know, I don't see nothing wrong with that. I mean, I've been working out for a month now. I'm finally got that thing taut and tight. So what's wrong with me showing, you know, my efforts of my efforts? <laughs> Them other ladies in there, they just hating. They just hating on me. Because I'm old taut and tight. They just hating on me. Y'all turn to your neighbor and say, I told you, don't be eating on him. Amen. Just because I've been into the gym, they're going to be hating at me. No, baby. You, you just have a reason for being in opposition to God. Because the world is now in you. Because you still have the world in you. So you have a reason to oppose what God says. 
You have a reason to oppose. See, whenever Satan teaches you something, he laces it with the opposition to everything that God's about because he's opposed to everything that God's about. That's what makes it difficult to bow your will and bow your way to what God has to say because you have reasons within you why this is okay because you're still fond of it. It ain't like I'm getting blowed or nothing. I'm just relaxing myself. It ain't like I'm like cashed out or nothing. I'm just relaxing. It ain't like I'm, you know, I got, you know, so I don't care what pastors say. Ain't nothing wrong with all that. Ain't nothing wrong with all that. You got a reason to be opposed. And that reason is not given to you by God. Because we're supposed to be quickly willing to bow our will and bow our way to whatever God has to say. We're not supposed to look for a reason to, it's okay, don't worry about it. You don't have to look for a reason to oppose it. We don't have to look for a reason to oppose it. Are you listening to me up in here? Because the fondness of the world is going to give you a reason to oppose it. That's why when I say something like forsake not the assembling of yourselves together as a manner of some is, which is the word of God, which means show up at church. Praise God. That's just a paraphrase of what it means. Show up at church. Praise God. Hallelujah. I ain't got to be there all the time. I mean, what do you think? I ain't got no life to live. I ain't got nothing else to do. Plus that, ain't this the Sabbath? Ain't I supposed to be resting? Plus that, I, I know the Bible. I can read for myself. I can pray for myself. You ain't going to read nor pray. Now tell the truth. Praise God. I, I, can, I, can, I can hold church my own self. Now why are you opposed to what God's is so easy to do? You got a reason for opposition. It's because it's your fondness with the world. It's, how am I supposed to sit there like that? Especially after I've been at the club all night. How am I supposed to sit there all day? It also, that word enmity also translates hatred and enemy. That word in, in, enmity also translates hatred and enemy. Our fondness with the world, which, which, which becomes the reason for opposition to God and the things of God and the ways of God will eventually turn to a hatred. Our fondness with God will eventually turn to a hatred. That hatred will eventually cause the person to see God, the things of God and the ways of God as their enemy. Because Satan's, that once again, that thought, once he gets up in there, it's going to eventually try to turn you to an enemy of God. Why he keep preaching that stuff like that, talking about holiness? Why, he, why don't he preach something like everybody else preached? Why don't he preach one of them fluff messages and stuff? Tell everybody about grace, grace. Why don't he just tell them that? Where's God? Why, why I got to live right? Why I got to act right? See, I'm tired of listening to this preacher. He always talking about I ain't doing something. He always talking about I ain't living some kind of way. I ain't come here for that. I just want somebody to tell me seven steps to a good life. Fourteen steps to having a successful life. You have big churches, you, you do stuff like that. You do stuff like that, you have a big old church. Because everybody like, oh, that's a preacher for real right there. But as soon as somebody say, live like this, oh, see, oh, see, you hating on me. You, you judging me. You, you, God's trying to help you. Because remember, all this is in the fellowship of love. I loved you enough to let you in just like you are. All right now. But I also love you too much to leave you like you are. All right now. Is anybody hear me up in here? Hallelujah. Yeah. Jesus. Come on now, don't get mad at me while I teach real good. I ain't talking about nobody up in here. But if you went and got your girlfriend from the, from the trash can, you don't want her to keep dressing like that. You're going to clean Chicky Poo up, aren't you? Ain't you? You ain't just going to leave her like that. You're going to hook her up a little bit. 
And God got us from the slave market of sin, looking like Kizzy, and he trying to clean us up a little bit. That's all. Don't get all attitudinal about it. The reason why we're all attitudinal about it is because we're fond of the world. We still love that world. I don't think I need to be hearing all that. Mm-hmm. Let's just keep reading. Praise God. See, our fondness with the world causes us to eventually turn into hatred to what God is saying. Fondness of the world will turn to hatred of God, the ways of God, the things of God. Why? Because God ain't backing up. I don't know if you know him well. Let me introduce you to him. God does not change. He's the same and his ways don't change. He's the same. Yesterday, today, and forever. God don't change. The very first man, he told him what to do. When he got man born again, he told him what to do. The very first man, he told him how to live. Every man after that, he's been telling him how to live. Every, God ain't changing. Ain't nothing changing about God. God was holy, holy, holy. No place do they say kind of holy. No place do they say, well, you know, you know, you know, he had a bad day. No. Every day it's the same. And God says, my expectation is that I made you a little lower than myself. Therefore, the either person is going to change or they're going to have a rough road ahead of them. They'll begin to hate God, the things of God, the ways of God. I don't even want to go to that church no more. I don't even want to go. God told me a long time ago. He said, son, I'm going to use you mightily. He said, but understand this. They're going to run from you. That's what he told me. Uh-huh. I mean, think about that. One of the things God tell you, they're going to run from you. Uh-huh. Say, excuse me, sir. He said, they're going to run from you. He said, because I'm going to speak so clear through you that there's no way they can deny they heard what I said. He said, they asked for me. I'm going to give them you. And I'm going to use you so clearly and talk through you so clearly that they can't even deny that I'm talking to. He told me, he said, I'm even going to use the very words that they speak to confirm that I'm talking to them. That's why you be thinking I got your house bugged. Praise God. It ain't me. It's the Holy Ghost. Are you listening to me? Because God's confirming that's my man talking to you. That's my man telling you what I want you to do. Neither you're going to do or not do what he said do. He said, they're going to run away. That's why when God told me that they're going to build in San Antonio, they're going to hold what they're going to do, that got to be God. Because that meant that everybody up in there stayed because they wanted God. Are you listening to me up in here? And that's going to be a bad church right there, baby. I said, that's going to be a bad church right there, baby. Hallelujah! Devil dogging. Satan stomping. People of God that's walking this thing out like they're supposed to that don't have no handle on the inside of them. Well, Satan ain't nothing he can do. Thuggish church. Looking at the devil saying, why? Let's go back to the Bible. Let's go back. James chapter 4. Is any of all in the house going to do that? Praise God. Posse up, baby. We deputize the wet devils out, baby. 
This gets good right here. He said in James chapter 4, say ye adulterers and adulteresses, know ye not that friendship with the world of the world is enmity with God? Whosoever therefore be a friend of the world is an enemy of God. He said you're an enemy of mine if you're friend with the world. Don't you know that? That's what he's saying. You can't be friends with them and me. You can't be coming over to my house bringing somebody from the Ku Klux Klan with you. With a cross on their back and a lighter in their hand. Praise God. Is anybody hear me? No, what are you doing? What, what are you doing? Y'all laughing because people trying to bring the devil in the church. I ain't talking about the person in the pew. I'm talking about in the pulpit. What the? Turn to 1 John chapter 5. Y'all don't want to work with me. 1 John chapter 5. I'm going to preach it anyway. Praise God. I don't care if it ain't but two people up in here. They're going to be the two most powerful people in San Antonio. Because they're going to know exactly who they are, whose they are, who got their back, and they ain't stepping back or slacking up and stuff and doing it what God said do. 1 John chapter 5. I know I'm talking about you. Look at this. Look at this. See, we who are children are God's children, we aren't like everybody else in the world. We ain't trying to be like everybody else in the world. We ain't the world. 1 John chapter 5, verse 18. It says, and we know, this is what we know, we know that whosoever is born of God sinneth not. But he that is begotten of God keepeth himself, and that the wicked one touches him not. He said the wicked one touches him not. See, we know we of God. And because of that, we in this world, and, 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 but yet we ain't all caught, all caught up in this world. Verse 19 says, and we know that we are of God, and the whole world lies in wickedness. Whole world. But not us. I said not us. Why? Because it says we know that whosoever is born of God. I got anybody in here born of God? He said whosoever born of God sin of not. But he that is begotten of God keepeth himself. And the wicked one touches him not. Because we keep ourselves, the wicked one don't touch us. Somebody say, can't touch this. Say, he touches us not. But this is deep now. This is deep. This is deep. Because when we remain in the world, if we stay friends with the world and fond of the world, the world will touch you. It will touch you. That word touches, this deep, means to attach oneself to. To attach oneself to. See, when people get involved with the world and the things of the world, it and they attaches itself to them. To the point that wherever they go, it go with them. Wherever they go, it go with them. Why? Because it's attached to them now. This is deep than a mug to me. Which means they grab the world and then the world grabs them back. It attaches itself to them. They grab hold to the things of the world and the things of the world grab hold of them. That's why, come on, they can't let go. I'm teaching up in here. That's why folk can't let go. Oh, pastor, I ain't caught up in this, man. I can put that down anything I want to, anytime I want. Then put it down. I can stop anytime I want to. Then stop. It don't control me. Well, then let it go. Because if you can't let it go, you're controlled by it. If you can't put it down, you're controlled by it. It has attached itself to you. That's why that site is still on your little iPod, iPad, your computer and everything else. That's why that site's still there. Because it got you. 
See, God set us free. And the most ridiculous thing to be able to look at is a free person that got bondage all over them. Well, the devil's still controlling them. Well, he's still controlling them. Now, before I got born again, long, long time ago, I was into a lot of things, doing a lot of things. I ain't got no business doing. Most of them I ain't going to tell you about so that you can keep listening to me. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Few of the things I tell you about, like this one, for instance. You know, I, I told you I used to be a bookie. Praise God a long time ago. Praise God. It's past the statute of limitations, so I can talk about it. I was a bookie. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Praise God. I went back and paid all my back taxes. I'm, I'm from I'm clean now. Praise God. Hallelujah. It's hallelujah. <laughs> so I can talk about it. I can use it as a testimony now. Hallelujah. Without nobody waiting on me outside, I'm gonna put your hands behind your back. You know, that kind of stuff. Praise God. So I can talk about it. But anyway. But see, I was, uh, I was not just a bookie, but I, got, I was a hunter that got captured by his game because I became addicted to, to, to gambling too. Yes, I did. I would give you ro- odds on two roaches running. It didn't even matter to me. Praise God. I was gambling, and I gambled huge money. One day, one day, when y'all become that powerful church, I'm going to tell you how much I used to gamble per day when I do that. In the meantime, we only got two or three people in here that know medical stuff because when everybody pass out at the same time, I want, I want you know... <laughs> I want everybody to be able to be attended to. Praise God. Hallelujah. <laughs> I tell you how much I gambled at a time. But I used to gamble big time. Praise God. My wife knew. She didn't know the numbers and stuff like that that I used to gamble. She knew I gambled though, and stuff like that. And my wife was trying to help me get straightened out. Praise God. My wife would come and try to talk to me and tell me to stop. Woman, <laughs> be quiet. I got this. I didn't know it had me. I tell her I got it. I got this. I can do that. I, can, I got this. I ain't, I ain't addicted to nothing. I'm just making money. I mean, you spending money, I'm making money. Like, just calm down, you know. Not going about my business, praise God. And I remember, I remember, I remember, she talked to everybody and tried to get everybody to come talk to me. But see, I was very aggressive. Y'all probably can't tell. But I was a very aggressive individual and stuff. So most people couldn't talk to me because I was so stronger than they was, you know. And I'd just give them a look and tell me, if you don't get out of my face. And see, I was, I was the kind of person that would back that up. I just wouldn't say it. Praise God. So they would get out my face. Praise God. I remember he sent my brother there with me. Bernard, two years, three months, 27 days older than me. Praise God. He sent my brother to talk to me one time. Now, my brother, I, I was sitting there trying to think at the 8 o'clock service. I'm trying to think, has he ever told me anything right or anything good in my life? I don't, I don't, if he did, I just don't remember it. Praise God. He ain't, he ain't never told me nothing right in, in my life. But he sent my brother, praise God, to talk to me. Praise God. This time he did. This time he did. And he came and tried to talk to me about gambling. Praise God. He was trying to talk to me. And I said, man, look, 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 you don't know what you're talking about. I'm straight, man. I ain't got no addictions. I can put this down anytime I want to. I just do it because I'm making money. man. In fact, some of the money that you call me up and borrow is coming from that too. So why don't you just relax yourself? And in fact, pay me my money back. That's what y'all do. Praise God. You know, so, you know, and, and, I, would, and, and I talked to him. And then he tried to tell me, I said, look, but now I said, man, I don't want to hear that. You know, just like y'all be looking at me and saying to me, because you don't want to hear what I got to say most of the time, praise God, because I'm telling you what's right and you don't want to deal with that. Are you listening to me? And then I, and I told him, I said, hey, look, I don't want to hear this no more. Just, 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 just leave me alone. I said, I'm good. He said, okay, 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 okay. I won't say nothing else. He said, but all I want you to do is this one thing for me. I'm like, what? He said, put it down for one week. Don't touch it for one week. If after a week is over and you're not doing this, I believe you. But if during that week you have a draw to do, a pull to do, or you find yourself doing, it's because it got you. I'm like, you can get out of my face now. 
And the next day, I'll show you. I'm going to just put this one down. Praise God. I'm going to just put this one bed down. And the next day, I'll show you. But I'm going to just put this one bet down. And this one here, because I saw the license plates. Praise God. And I kept saying that number over and over again. So I got to play that one. You know? Until I come to realize. It's got me. Because I can't put it down. There's things that, there's a, something that has attached itself to many people up in here. You can talk all you want to about how I'm in control of this. That I got this. I'm the head, not the tail, above only and not beneath. Oh, really? It's controlling you. Now, I ain't going to tell you to put it down for a week because most of y'all are strong enough to do it for a week. And then be like, oh, okay, I did it for a week. Praise God. <laughs> so I ain't going to go week with y'all. I'm going to go year with y'all. If you really say that you in control of it, put it down for a year. Stop it for one year. Don't call her no more for one year. Don't let her call you for one year. Put that thing down. Take that pack of lucky strikes. Throw it away. And don't pick it up for one year from today. When you do, come up and talk to me and tell me what year it is. Put it right there in your little smartphone. You know that little smartphone that you got? Praise God. Write it right there in that smartphone. And put that, I stopped as of today to prove that it's no longer controlling me. And then set it for one year. See how long you last. Because there's many people up in here that's control. God said, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to set you free. For real. So you don't just be walking around acting like you're free. But you really be free. And the proof of the pudding is in the tasting. It's not in the presentation. If you're really free, you won't do it no more. I can do it. I can do it. Then do it with your bad self. And don't come back with no justifications of why it is that you didn't do so. I would do it, but you got to understand, you know, you know, it's, 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 it's your lying to yourself. You're being controlled. He has attached himself to you. He ain't in you, but he has attached himself to you. And he moving you around like a Muppet or a puppet where he want to. He telling you, pick me up. Can you imagine that? A little rolled up piece of tobacco is telling you, pick it up. He said, did you hear me? Pick me up. Light me now. I'm in control, though. I'm in control. Don't get mad at me while I teach real good. Little white powder lined up. Little weed lined up. Where, where it's legal in Denver now. You ain't in Denver. No. And I don't care if they stupid enough to make it legal naturally. It ain't legal to God. Because God said pharmacia should have nothing to do with you. Are you listening to me up in here? Hallelujah. Well, that's all that we have time for today. I hope that you were blessed by what the word of God had to say. I hope that you're seeing that it's true. God really does want all of us to be imitators of him like he said he wants us to do. I hope even more that you're inspired to do what God wants all of us to do. That is to be more like him so that we can walk and talk like he wants us to do and thereby have and enjoy the awesome life that he wants us to live that can only be lived when we're more like God like he wants all of us to be and do. If you want to hear a message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210 
That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'd be more than glad to send it out your way right away. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 6.45, Saturday afternoons at 4.30, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed when you do, and we will too. And speaking of coming through, I invite all the saints in San Antonio and surrounding areas to a wonderful spirit-filled event that's held at Word of Faith just for you. We invite all the saints in San Antonio and surrounding areas to join us this Sunday evening for our Christmas musical at Word of Faith, where we'll celebrate the birth of the Christ child in songs ministered by our anointed worship team. As Christmas approaches, it'll be good if we take our minds off the gifts that we need to buy and the ones we hope other people's buy for us, but put our minds back on the gift that God already gave us. So come on through as we set our focus for this Christmas season on that wonderful day when Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world, was born. It starts at 7 p.m. sharp, and it'll be followed by a wonderful reception in our fellowship hall. Need a ride? VIP transportation service is available for this too. There's no charge, but a free will offering will be taken. So make a point to be there and join this wonderful celebration of the birth of our Savior. Oh, come let us adore Him. He's Christ the Lord. It'll be good to see you and your family there. I look forward to seeing all of you Sunday evening at the Christmas Cantata at a Word of Faith essay. Don't forget to tune into our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call the neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.